Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the BTS podcast. You are joined by your lovely hosts Beatrice, Tammy and Sharon and welcome back to the BTS podcast. Episode 86. (laughs) Yup. Road to 100. Honestly, wow. This giveaway that Tammy was talking about on episode no, four. No, we're not even we're not even discussing any giveaway again. Because okay. when I was when I was saying it at the start, well, we just give away. We don't have money. There's no funds. Who says we don't well, have that's, money? That's, that's the impression I was getting. Sha. I'm crying. <laughs> we didn't say we don't have money. We said we don't have listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody to give anything to. Um, that's even better. At least we don't have like a lot. Of, we don't even have. If we don't have listeners. Then there's not. There's no one to give away. At least we should, we well, would have that, that was we then. Give away. We ah well. Anyway, I'm sure we'll do, we'll do something proper for our hundredth. It's still a couple of weeks away. Not even a couple. It's still like a few months away. So yeah. How are you guys? Um. Good. Uh. Trying to think, nothing really has happened that much. I didn't really do anything over the weekend, actually. No, nothing. Just been working. It's been a bit busy at work. So, yeah, I've just been working, working, working. Mm. But other than that, nothing. What that's about you? Good. Sorry? I said that's good. Yeah. I guess so. What about you guys? What about you guys? Mm. <laughs> um, <well. laughs> when I tell you guys, yeah, <laughs> drinking me and <laughs> Robo Shandy. Oh my I don't goodness. know what the hell. I don't know what the heck went over me this weekend. Like, I honestly I'm just baffled because it doesn't even make sense you know I think and I've realized I think we all know this like some days your stomach will agree some days your body won't do you know what I mean like and unfortunately this weekend my body did not agree um so I'm even trying to think oh yeah so on Saturday there was another cup final for the agenda football team so went to go and watch and um yeah unfortunately they did lose which it was so annoying, so, so annoying because they definitely had the potential to win this one, but it was, it was close again. So it was, I think it was um, 2-1 in the end. Um, could be wrong, it might have been 3-2. I think it was 2-1. But um, yeah, so after that, they basically, it was because it's the last kind of proper game, well, not proper, but, you know, uh, main thing for uh, the end of the season. So they had arranged um, like a little get together in a bar. I don't know where that's, oh, in Hackney. Um and yeah, had a DJ and stuff. So obviously went to the match, then got ready straight after and then headed down. And yeah, like it I feel like nowadays, yeah, don't get me wrong, like we were talking about this before with DLT and stuff, but I just feel like those one-off random nights out, like the ones that you just you don't even think is gonna be like like anything, like you think you'll be back home by two, like or one, and the night's done. But Lord have mercy, like, I just had so much fun. I don't know where it came from. Um, I just felt like as if I had been the one that's actually been playing football, which doesn't make sense. 
because when I was doing my standing there but I really really enjoyed myself um and yeah that's basically where you know I obviously must have overdone it at some point which I don't really know when um and basically was knocked out for the rest of the, the weekend so Saturday I literally could not even move anywhere I had a ice cold pack like a, a cold ice pack sorry um on my head because my head was throbbing throughout hardly a was it that bad if I'm like I don't I don't get it because I like I'm sure sure I would even say like I didn't even drink that well I don't think I drank that much at all so I think it was just one of the ones where my, my body just thought yeah you definitely you don't need to be drinking but you are um and yeah I was out for the rest of the day which was super annoying because this week is um my deadline week again super long hours and they really warned us they warned us to say like don't like behave yourself and stuff like you know make sure you look after yourself over the weekend because you've got a long week and then there's me completely knocked out on Sunday not being able to do any sort of planning with ice pack found with ice pack on my head like it was so disgusting but yeah we'll see whether I actually stick to me not drinking like that again um but no I had fun though what about you Shannon um I had a good weekend also I didn't go to the match this time because um I was just so behind on like sleep and also like just loads of like life admin stuff like honestly my nails were just looking I think mean, my own so as well mine is tragic they right now. were looking bad like one of my colleagues was even like oh Sharon like yeah what your nails done because like, my nails are normally always done but like because I was working so much like after my birthday and then I didn't really have any free weekends I didn't have enough time to like get them done and so they grew out loads and because they were already long and where they had grown out like my actual nails started to like break underneath so like Mm. when I actually got them take I couldn't even take them off myself like I went to like a nail salon and got them to take them off and when I took them off, like my nails were just so weak. Um, but it's just like counterintuitive because like, because my nails are so weak, they didn't look very great. So I had to go and get them done again. Even I should be letting them like, you know, get better or whatever, but whatever, long story short, I um, got my nails done, just did my normal routine, relaxed, caught up on some like life admin stuff that I needed to do. Um, and then I got back from, the nail shop at like 7 30 and I basically said I wasn't going to go to this um party because I was like oh it's in Hackney it's kind of far and like I just genuinely thought like I was gonna like need you know when you're like super tired like you've had like a long week and you, you feel like you're gonna need like the whole weekend to like really rest um mm-hmm. but I got back home at 7 30 and I was like do you know what like I actually feel really rested and I kind of do want to do something this evening so then that's when I called Beatrice and was like oh is it too late and she was like no so anyway like she's already said it was so random but it was such a good night um (laughs) oh gosh it was just one of those you had to be there there's nothing I can really explain that was good or funny like it was just like it was you just had to be there I think it was just the fact that it was good vibes I feel like it always helps as well when you know like you know that the DJ is going to play music that you're going to like. Um, So yeah, music was on point, obviously. Um, And yeah, like 
everyone there was like good vibes and stuff like that so yeah it was actually a really good night then at the end like I guess people didn't want the night to end <laughs> somebody randomly just started saying everybody were going to Hyatt and then like you know how Chinese whispers is yeah then all of a sudden by the time it gets to the last person it's like no longer even the same word so all mm. we were hearing was higher 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 so I was just like okay we're going to higher 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 <laughs> and now everybody's now saying we're going to higher 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 and then the security guard is trying to get us all out of the building because he's just like it's closed now like you guys need to leave he's like oh yeah let's be going to higher 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 it was actually so jokes anyway so we're all standing outside some people are deciding whether or not they should go there some people are like trying to actually go home but their designated drivers trying to go to Hyatt, but they're not trying to go to Hyatt. So it was like this whole thing, all just standing on the road, like just talking for like eight. It felt like literally like an hour we were standing out there. Anyway, so long story short, like most people don't go, but um, I was with Jay Free and his cousin had already gone to this Hyatt place. Um, so myself, Adesola and Jonelle went to the Hyatt place or whatever it's like a shisha 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 lounge I think I don't know because I never got in because when we got there there was this woman on the door and she was just I don't know what came over her like she was so strange like she like locked the door so we couldn't get in so we were thinking okay maybe that's not the entrance we went round and realized no that is the entrance so I knock on the door now and then she's like what do you want and I'm like oh can we come in she's like no and then I was like okay well can I at least go to the toilet please because I'm busting for the toilet she's like no and I'm like I'm basically trying to hint so like I had I wasn't sure this is a bit TMI but I don't really care I wasn't sure if I had like started my period or not because I'm like I was like late and so I'd been going around with like pads and stuff just in case and so I really needed the toilet because you know like when you need to really go you're not sure like if it's just we that you need to we does that make sense so like I was like I really really need yeah yeah makes sense yeah so I was like I really really need to go to the toilet like and this was not just my your average like I need to go but I can hold it I was like I can't hold it like I really need to go so I'm really begging this woman to let me go to the toilet do you know what's funny it actually really reminded me of that time when Beatrice was saying that um the teacher wouldn't let her go to the toilet Mm. and felt like violated like honestly that I can't even I felt so violated that day and I was like the fact that I'm actually on the road begging to use the toilet like anyway then she starts getting aggressive she's like pushing me um then this other like man comes over and then he's also like shouting like leave gal here you're not using any toilet um then the woman is like over my dead body will you use the toilet and I'm like basically trying to say to them like please like I'm a lady and I just really quickly need to go to the toilet like I'm not even I won't stay like I just need to use the toilet she was like she was like over my dead body anyway like I said she pushed me and then Adesola like was actually so angry she was like don't push her anyway this woman just started insulting me and by this point yeah I'm not even like 
I'm just angry. I'm just angry. I'm just so angry. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, okay, fine. I can't use the toilet, but why are you pushing me? Janelle's like having to like hold me back and stuff. Cause I literally was getting, I was actually so irritated. I can't even lie. Um, but anyway, then some other guys came and these were guys who were also at the other event. Um, and she let them in straight away. And I'm just like, I, oh I, I honestly, I was so confused. Like she let them in straight away. And like the thing that was so funny is she was telling me that I couldn't go in because they were closed, but it's like Janelle's cousin was already in there. And like he'd, he'd even like we're on our way to the place, Janelle had called him out, I'll buy me food. So the guy had even bought him food. So it's not like you lot have clothes, like you're still, you're still serving food. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so um, yeah, they're not letting us in. I don't know why. Um, and then, yeah, then, oh, then this other man. So then I was like, so how are you, how come you're letting them in and you're not letting us in? And he was like, because these people are actually going to come in and spend money. I was just Okay. What? Honestly, it was so weird. And Jonah, were they black? Yeah, they were black. Everybody in this situation is black. Wait, you Wait. did not tell me that. The what security guard, on? the woman is black, the man is black, everybody's black. Everybody in this situation is black. Everybody, everybody's blackety black. Like, I don't know, ugh, she's black. Like, that's it. I don't know what else to say. Oh my gosh. And like, I don't know, I feel like that's why I was even more angry because I was just like, you're being so disrespectful to me and I've not even done anything to you. Like, at least like if you were white now, someone could say racism, but what, like, what is, what is this? Like, honestly, what is this? And like, if it was one of those things where like, we were like um, stumbling da, 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 and then we're thinking, ah, oh, these girls, like, I don't know, maybe they're going to come here now and throw up, fair enough, but we actually weren't, do you know what I mean? So anyway, it was just very freaking frustrating. And like, I had to like go to one Lebanese takeaway um, shop. And like, these are not like shops that have toilets for public use. Like, do you know what I mean? This is where people go and they buy their food and they leave like, and I'm like having to beg this man. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that your toilets are probably not for like the public and stuff. And I was like, but I really, really, really need to go to the toilet. Like, please, can I use your toilet? And you can see he was a bit like, oh, but then he let me go. Um, and then, yeah, that was it. And then oh, it's just, yeah, it was just a horrible end to the night, to be honest. I just don't know. a disgrace. Oh, I forgot to even add that the man was like, oh, I'm going to call some girls now that will come here and they will deal with you. They would they will really deal with you people. I just said, it was like, call them. <laughs> I just said, I was like, call them. What, you're calling people to come and beat us up? Okay, call them. I think that's when Janelle was like, do you know what? He, I think he messaged his cousin. He said, do you know what? Yeah, mate, it's time, it's time for me. Okay, but go. okay. What I don't understand is, you said that there were people that came that were coming from where you were coming. Yeah, Did they yeah. not say anything? I don't know. know them. I don't, I didn't know them. Oh. And to be honest, I don't know. They weren't really like hanging around long enough to really see what was happening, I don't think. I think they probably just saw that like, I don't know. It's just so crazy. Cause it's like, she locked the door. When they came, she opened the door and then, okay. So she had locked the door. I knocked on the door. She like opened it slightly to just like peek through like, yeah, what do you want? Is that how she actually addressed me in the first instance? And I was just like, uh, okay. And I was like, oh, we want to come in. She was like, no, we're closed. 
then um I was like okay but like Jonel's cousin's inside so you guys are not closed and like you know he's just ordered food so I'm so confused whatever then anyway so we're still hanging around Jonel's like trying to get through to his cousin or whatever then his cousin comes over to the door and he's like oh that's my cousin and he's like which one and then they're gonna let Jonel through then Jonel's trying to say okay but I'm with these girls and they're like no the girls can't come in um anyway so then the boys the other boys from that event like I said that would come that we were at came then they they went through and then I put my foot in the door like so that she couldn't shut it and I was just like I don't understand why you keep shutting the door on us and not letting us come in like why and then that's when she just lost it and was like over my dead body we use my toilet did it blah 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 I can't lie I got rude as well let me not even lie I even had to kind of pray for forgiveness low-key because I said some things I shouldn't have said but yeah but I guess it's all in a reaction to the the initial disrespect I feel like the vibe that I'm getting from what you're what you've described is like they just want some sort of exclusive exclude like they probably have closed if you get what I mean like maybe they're meant to close at a certain time but you Mm. know like remember like during lockdown you would see like these shisha places open and people would go there and it'd be Mm. like some undercover thing and I'm thinking Mm. how is this how is this operating please Mm. and I feel like well from what you're describing is like obviously they're obviously they've been open but now it's those hours where it's selective people that oh you you feel you look like you can't do you get what I mean like Mm. you can't sit with us kind of vibes you get what I mean yeah maybe it was that I don't know what gave her that impression though like what time what time did you get there it was late um I don't know I want to say like three two yeah, three. three yeah yeah that I feel like that is that is what it is yeah but Tammy it's just so mad how can they it's not like it's not like Adsola and um Sharon arrived like just them two and they went separately they arrived with Janelle right from mm-hmm. my understanding that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make like even with what Sharon said they singled him out because obviously his cousin was already inside and it's like oh you're trying to do this whole separation thing it's low-key kind of like classism if you look at it in that way like you're you're judging them oh you like the guy said oh oh so did they know that he had his cousin inside that's why they let him in yeah yeah yeah, cousin came to the door he got to the door and he was like my cousin's outside and then he was like which one is it but anyway the whole thing is just really weird like i don't really get it and like yeah i don't know i'm just Either way, it's just disrespectful. She's moving like she owns the place. I'm like, sis, you're on the door. Like, relax. It's just never that deep. Like, I don't get it. But anyway, yeah, so that was a bitter, bitter ending to the night. But other than that, it was actually really good. It was a lovely evening. And then on Sunday, I just went to brunch in Notting Hill. I've actually never been to Notting Hill before. It's so nice. Yeah. Nice. That was my week. Just it's Tuesday today for those listening. So we haven't really got much to report on our working weeks, but boy, good day. Good day. Even though it's already Tuesday, yeah, I feel like I've done maybe about Monday to Thursday's work. <laughs> you know them ones. Today in the off, anyway, this is not one for the pods. This is actually not one for the pods. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right.
Okay, so on the topic of shisha bars and shisha lounges, the song I'm going to be choosing is a song that I actually heard at a shisha lounge a couple of weeks ago, one in uh, somewhere in South London. I can't really, you know me, I don't really know London like that, but it was this shisha lounge in South London and they were playing. You mean the North Pole thing? Uh, thank you North Pole they were playing some banging music when I tell you like I had Shazam on so many times like Adesola was like to me please can you just send me all of the songs afterwards I was like yeah I will um but yeah I had this song at the lounge and I was like oh this is a this is the jam which is quite ironic because it's called Master Jam by new baby i've never heard this person before i've never listened to this music before but um i just love this song and their music is it a group or something uh i think it's just one person did i say there yeah i think so oh i think the reason i said there is because i don't know the gender of the person actually it's a man i don't know why i'm well i don't know why i said that <laughs> um yeah, I've never heard of him before. I've never listened to his music before, but um, it's a really nice song. And yeah, that's going to be my song of the week, Master Jam. And I just, lo- oh, I just love finding new music that isn't mainstream. I don't know why, like, I just, I just love it. It's just such a nice feeling, like, you know? When you find new music, it just gives me so much joy. So I'll put you on to this one. Um, but yeah, as usual, it will be in our Spotify and Apple Music playlist and on our story so you guys can check it out and also vibe to the songs okay guys so it's been a minute since we've done a dilemma but this was one that I saw on the shade borough and I had to bookmark it because you know how the shade borough is they post like 20 times a day like if you see something once trying to find it again after that it's just just forget about it but anyway this week's dilemma on a serious note though but that's true because I remember it's true you know that on Instagram when you like you see something and then you you've already refreshed but like yeah. you haven't deeped what's on your page but like, oh wait what was that and then it's gone mm-hmm. bruh I know with them like I don't I think the way they they set up their accounts correct me if I'm wrong but I can never search them up you can't type them wow. you can't I, type them up yeah they, like they've done it in to, a way yeah you have to like literally type the full name yeah and even then up. even then it's like mm. your I don't know. all those all those fake accounts in it. Yeah. Um and it'll be but yeah, no, they do it on they do it on purpose, I believe. I think that's really that's their yeah, to drive engagement to I don't know what they said. I, I remember someone was saying something along those lines about what why they do that. Um and also I think as well when they were I think there was a time where they were not running as well. I remember um that. so it's constantly it's constant the account is constant because of so many people I'm guessing are blocking it, you reporting it, all of that. <laughs> That town is under serious review 24 7, seven days a week from the Instagram committee. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I can imagine how many times. Deep how many reports. And the thing is, it's bro. not even like, it's probably not even, even like, the whole account. It's just the post. It's just the post. Imagine that like, every post just getting uh, reports. Exactly. Oh, wow exactly so boy that account is basically under review 24 7 so you just like you even seen it sometimes you actually not see it because it might not even exist in that one second that you go and look there was even a period of time where i don't think you could even re- reshare it no you can't reshare yeah no there was, no, no no i think it was that it was also a time you couldn't private. even send it to the they were private like, yeah they are private it. they are private though are they still private now yeah no, you have so. to follow them 
I'm pretty sure you have to follow them. You can't. No. I'm not. Oh anybody. no, they are. They are. They are. I just. I've not seen anybody ever. You're never able to share a direct, which is so crazy. Like you're never able to share a direct link for their page unless it's a DM. Yeah. And it kind of adds to the whole gossip nature because you can't. And also, yeah. in order for you to share it, you have to screenshot. So and it also means it is that they, think they sustain their followers because that's what I was gonna um, say. Yeah, obviously, like you need it. Yeah, well, not even just that. Like the way the Shade Borough. Okay, so for those who don't know, the Shade Borough is an account on Instagram, um, and they are basically like a gossip blog, in my opinion. Um, but just on Instagram, and they just every day, every second of the day, in fact, they are posting like stories and stuff of things that are happening in social media or the news or whatever. Um, but I think the reason why they're private as well is because the way we use Shade Borough anyway is like we'll post, we'll reshare it into the group chat. And do you remember there was a time when not everybody was following them? So it'd be like, oh, I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. So then you'd have to go and like actually follow them to actually see it. And where like people reshare their stuff so often, you might as well just stay following them because otherwise, like, do you know what I mean? Whereas if the account yeah, was open, you would never have to follow them because you, you would, would never see the interesting posts. But if exactly. you're not following them, you're not going to see the posts. There's so. a strategy to it. I'm pretty sure someone did a, like a, a post as to why it's so successful. Like um, the Shade Borough, is it I Am Just Fate or whatever? Like they they were doing like an insight as to how they set up their Instagram accounts and why mm. they retain their followers and keep the engagement so, so high. Mm. Um, but, I wonder... I wonder, like, first of all, if that's like some people's like full job, full time jobs. Yes, it is. There's guys like they, they they say they're the owner. That there's I know that I know the face of the guy that runs the oh, I really? am the fate yeah page, and oh. like they get sponsorship deals. They get a lot of like you know it's a proper business. You know what about do you and, know who owns the Shade Borough? No, I think I said it's a black woman though, which is why everyone was shocked because oh, really some of the some of the posts will really be somehow. Mm. um against black women and black men but um i'm pretty sure there's a black woman that's oh, like yeah. running the page whether she owns it but yeah very yeah. interesting but well, sorry no, back to your side back to your thing but wait um, just but before you go on like yeah. wouldn't you say like because obviously the shade room that's where obviously the shade borough has like come yeah, has taken yeah yeah but obviously the shade room isn't a private account but i guess they're at the status where they don't need to be I've all, I've, yeah they don't they're different they're like also, a private account, anyway. isn't the shade but i mean correct me if i'm wrong obviously i know they'll post like international stuff but isn't it predominantly like uk focus where yeah, the shade I'm room is obviously like, not that's that's why that's why it yeah. was created for why like UK, exactly uk um what is gossip it? and eat. Topic, yeah yeah kind of yeah. yeah so that's probably why you know the US market they're, they're so do you, do you guys remember oh do you guys remember UK gossip TV RIP to them bro. oh my god yeah <laughs> no RIP hey, yeah there's been so many pages man there actually has been um but yeah the, the ones that have really stood the time is really the shape of our, and I am just fake to be honest mm, that's so true mad okay so yeah like I said I saw this on the shade borough um last week um, and bookmarked it because I thought it was something I already spoke to you guys about this but yeah we didn't really go into details about what we thought but um essentially what the post says is UK widower wants high court to let him have a baby using dead wife's eggs his sperms and surrogate mother 
And the post says, um, like the caption says, a male widower wants the UK High Court to let him have a baby using an embryo created with his dead wife's eggs, his sperm and a surrogate mother. Ted Jennings' wife, Marie Coya, died aged 40 in 2019. The couple who married in 2009 had struggled to conceive naturally and had IV, and had IVF cycles in 2013, 14, and 17 without success. Lawyers for the Human Fertilization and Embryology Authority have argued that without his late wife's written consent, sorry, it's not funny, but it's like, obviously she can't provide her written consent. Anyway, um, without his late wife's written consent, it's not legal and the case should be dismissed. I wanted to get you guys' opinions and thoughts on this because I don't know, it's like, on the one hand, you know, he's grieving his wife and stuff and they wanted to have a child. But at the same time, it's like, is that moral to like use like his late wife's eggs to like have a baby and that baby will never know their mum and will never be born by their mum? What do you guys think? When you think like that, it sounds a bit mad, but... I don't know it's very very tricky you know because this is I'm, I know it's, it's a different scenario but I'm trying to under you know just really get to terms with him wanting to go ahead and I'm just deeping you know there's times where you know a woman is it, like obviously having carrying a child and about to go you know to the whole delivery stage and I think there's a whole thing with you know if the mother's life is in danger or do you know what I mean where there's a there, there's a choice that has to be made um no one would no one would not no one would think twice but people would be oh not okay but would be like understanding as to why if they did decide to go you know decide to push ahead and, and want to go ahead with the baby and unfortunately the mum dies obviously like no one would say any two words about it but now that and you don't and you don't know the conversation that they've had um but now that obviously she's passed but that that baby or that chance is still there mm. um I don't know it's a bit weird like I get it you know she's not she's not alive but and there was no written there's nothing written down which I don't really know why you I mean maybe she, if she knows she was severely ill or something maybe you know it would have prompted her to do that but in those cases very you know it's not as straightforward as just writing stuff down in terms of like you know but Again, I, I don't really know too much about the whole IVF treatment, etc. So it's very different. But it's clear that there was a, a desire on both parts, you know, if the normal way of conceiving wasn't working to go down the IVF, you know, route in the first place. It might be his way of kind of, I don't know, you know, following through with what they had planned um, and wanting to keep that part alive. I don't know whether that sounds quite weird, um, but mm. I, I, I kind of get it to an extent. Yeah. Um, but really and truly, because of the way the law is and the way like life is, there are people that would abuse that in different ways. So because it's the law, I kind of I understand from a law perspective why it can't run, because yes, it's his wife. But imagine if that wasn't the case and they hadn't had those conversations or, you know, people who are just saying this person who dies said I could take their eggs and you know what I mean like anybody could really do exactly, anything because yeah. that's not his actual married partner anymore so because of that I understand why it can't go ahead it's sad unfortunately but that's the way life is that unfortunately there's people that abuse 
um, where there's kind of, you know, what they say, loopholes in the law. So you have to kind of stick to it, even when cases are sensitive like this, where you can have a bit of empathy as well to the to the husband. But yeah. Yeah, I get you. What about you, Tammy? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a tricky one because it's like, I do understand the whole like um, sensitive, like the sensitive, yeah, sensitive um, thing about it. Cause obviously he's probably like, oh, like this is probably the last thing that he has like in connection to his wife. Like if he was to have like a child, it would mean that at least um, he would have something like, kind of like a good thing come out of it if you get what I mean like something mm-hmm. that um he can remember etc but how do I I don't know I don't want to sound like insensitive but it's just kind of like he still has the ability to do that with someone else probably at a later time in his life if that makes sense like he still has the opportunity to procreate like he could literally um what do you call it get his own surrogate and use his own um you know to to um produce a child if you get what I mean like but he is he is in this case he's just saying that he wants the the eggs to be from the person um from the dead or yeah Yeah, what I'm I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that he could because obviously there's situations where maybe a father wants to become a um like either like a gay couple or like Andy Cohen, he's obviously he's gay, but he's not with anybody. And he just, he just had his second child. Like there's ways that you could get a child using your- I think it's more because I don't think it- uh, No, but what I'm trying, no, what I'm trying to say is like, I get the sensitivity part. I get, I get the, that he wants to be connected to his wife and everything like that would be their child. But my whole thing is that just like Beatrice said, people would be people would be able to abuse that once you start letting one person do that there'll be people coming from all all my debt like do you know what I mean so Mm. what I'm saying is that yeah I do understand but I'm just saying like he still has the opportunity to have a child in in a later life like just because he can't do it with that um particular like that those particular um eggs and things like that he still has the opportunity to do it elsewhere if that makes sense so like the door might be, the door's not all the way closed. It's just like, he has to find another door, if that makes sense. Like he still has the opportunity to have his own child. It just probably just won't be in connection with his um his late wife, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a sticky one. Like I get the whole thing, but as Beatrice said, like people abuse, people will abuse that type of thing. So those laws definitely need to be put in, like they need to stay, stay in place yeah no I get you um I don't know this is such a tricky one like when I read things like this I'm like oh I could actually write an essay on this like you know the for and against points like I could definitely like write a whole like I can definitely see the four who the hell is writing an essay from no sometimes when I see these things I'm like I could write an essay about this do you guys never think that no I don't want to go back to oh Sharon who the hell is thinking about writing an essay with all the stuff that we have going on in our life, I'll be looking no, on the paper. Even find the first thing I see, wow, I can really write. Imagine that like you're scrolling, you're on the shade bar. Wow, I can really write. No, guys, I'm so However, I, I, I thought this was everyone. What you mean. 
Okay, I know what you mean. Like, it's essay. Good, I feel like it's more it's a debate. good topic. A good debate. Yes, yeah, a, a debate. But also, okay, maybe I'll start. Maybe you know, the ACS maybe debate. So that I'm, I'm, maybe so that I'm like, cool, like you guys, I'll start thinking, oh, I could debate this one. But um, not Tammy no. saying ACS debate. But anyway, sorry. Okay. I get what you I mean. Heard it in terms I heard it. Um, I know. I know sometimes what you mean by in terms of like, maybe like, you know, like when you do a blog post and someone's like talking and saying that their own thoughts, maybe that. Okay. All right. I'll find a way to to be cool like you guys but anyway when i read this just to say i want to come and discuss it on the pod which you're doing but you know <laughs> this is the type of you know <laughs> no but i also saw it and i was like i could definitely write a debate on this uh, write a debate write an essay on this i actually think that all the time you know uh, anyway um so i see his point like you know obviously that's something that he wanted with his wife and like it wasn't possible um and obviously now they've been able to create an embryo and he wants to have it like I totally get that but I 100% agree that unfortunately this world is so crazy people will absolutely um people will absolutely violate and they will just start you know being like oh this person died I want to use their eggs to do this and this person died and I want to use their eggs to do this so um yeah I just unfortunately even though it's like completely like it's really really just so sad and I feel so sorry for him when I first read it I was like who the heck are the embryology and um and fertilization committee and why are they um trying to fight this guy but then thinking about it for a bit longer I was like no I actually see the point and somebody commented this is a complex case but I understand um, but I understand that he wants to carry on her seed. But if they allow him, then many more people may start doing this and it may cause a whole lot of confusion for children and gene- genealogy dates not making sense. Um, which actually is, I hadn't even thought wow, about Wow, I didn't even think gene- about the effects on children. Imagine knowing that your mother died before you I said that. Dead. I said that too. I said, imagine like having to explain that like your mother died like two years before you were born. Like, Jesus. Like what? And you I'd weren't born by, and you weren't born by her either. Like, so mm. like, I think it's just, you'd feel so disconnected from her because it's like, you know, like, I don't know. And I hadn't really thought about the whole genealogy dates, but it's so true. Imagine like somebody died in 2000 and the baby's not born until 2005 or something then it's just like how like you can't really connect things up although I think that's less a lesser of lesser importance but still something to consider but for me yeah. I just feel like it will just create confusion because it's like okay cool let's say that let's say that um in this situation they allowed him to do that yeah let's mm. say that did you say that his wife died in 2019? Yeah. Okay. Imagine, yeah. So they haven't got, he hasn't got any children with that wife, yeah. So that means that he's disconnect, probably disconnected himself from her family. Imagine now, we now come and say, oh, I'm now using the egg or whatever. Do you not think that the, the her family will now have some sort of right to now want to see that child? And it's like there'll be some sort of disconnect. Like, like, like there'll be some sort of disconnect. Imagine like your daughter died three. Like it'll even be an emotional. Like it would, I don't know. It like I'm just thinking about the child. Like it'll just. I haven't even thought about the extended family. Like, it'll just. Not, it'll just bring so much confusion. It'll be like, oh my grand. Like I'm going to my grandma, but I. But my grand. Like do you go? Know I mean, like it's just. I don't know. It's just very. 
like the thought of it, yeah, it seems oh very genuine. Oh yeah, we're sad. But then when you actually look at it in like the whole perspective, like it's actually crazy. And then who's to say? Okay, you might be her husband. What about the parents? Do they want? Do they have any say yeah. in it? Like her parents? Do they have any say? Like oh no, we don't really think that we're not comfortable with this. Mm. And then maybe he's arguing, but oh no, that this is my wife. Like there's so many like different avenues that it could lead into and mm-hmm. it just seems like it can just cause so many, like so many problems family problems or we can we can't see the child imagine yeah they're not imagine the guy now just moves away how many hundred of miles with the baby are the are the family of the woman not <laughs> entitled to see the baby? you know what? it's just ah, well these are all your essay points so um just <laughs> So come back at the end of the week. And, uh, yeah, get out of here, please. Cool, great. Um, but yeah, no, it's actually true. Like, it's funny because when I read it, I was just like, ah, simple, simple solution now. Let the guy do what he needs to do. I don't know who the embryo and fertilization committee are, but they need to take time. But then obviously, as you think about it more, you're like, hold on a minute. Like, it's not just him and this child. Like, there's so many other parties that are involved. And uh, we know that people in this world are mad and will be doing like be taking you know liberties with this sort of thing but anyway sha hope you guys enjoyed that dilemma okay cool guys so um today's topic um i actually watched a tiktok um about this um nigerian woman she came on tiktok and basically um was explaining how um Basically, let me just give a, 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 a background. So basically, this guy and this girl, I think, what's, where is he from? Is it Chechen? I think he's, it's like a Russian, I even looked up, it's like a Russian, yeah, I think you're Russian right. island or something like that. That's where this guy is from. And this, I think she's Nigerian-American, I believe. They've got into a relationship. I think they met at like a, like a restaurant or something. Basically, yeah, they talked, they got into a relationship and then they started like posting like all of their relationship on like TikTok and stuff, social media, and they were really in love, blah, blah, blah. So um, cool. So she posts this TikTok like recently, basically saying that her and the guy have broken up, that they've split up, that um, his family are basically like not accepting of... um, her culture and obviously um within their culture they will marry each other you know how like in nigeria they're like, oh, yeah you have to marry your tribe yeah it's but they're like extreme like they're the ones where it's like if you don't marry we will you know let me just say push you off a cliff and whatever happens when you fall off a cliff that's the that's the kind of extent they would go to for you to stay within um with like to stay within your culture she also mentioned like um what did she I'm trying to remember what she said. She also mentioned that oh in their culture, the um the guys are not like they're not really meant to be on social media. It seemed as very feminine, like the way that they are is kind of like from ancient centuries, like they, they the guy needs to have like a proper like lab like manual labor job. He has to be like a hardworking guy, like she was saying that. The guy, the job that he has, he works like seven days a week and it's very like, um, like a lot of manual labor, like, you know, those kind of old man kind of jobs. And yeah, she basically said that the, her, his parents are not accepting, but I think like they broke up like 
I think back in February and then she was just like um yeah they broke up like and um but then like a couple of days later he like called her and was like oh I choose you blah 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 like um I'm ready to do life with you blah 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 but then I can't remember I'll be just, let me I can't remember if anything then happened but then I think she just said that they ended up breaking up um he has like his family have found the wife that he's going to eventually marry that is from the same culture and I think the cousins told him told her that told the girl that like there's no like there's no way that that he's gonna marry her like they will never accept her um like he's also Muslim as well so it was just like there's no yeah we're not basically not going to accept you and she was basically like crying at the end of the TikTok like she was even saying stuff like she would do like in she hopes like in the next life she will be able to be with him but like it's just so sad like I think I watched the TikTok like five times I was just like oh my god this is so sad like it's just crazy how much control like people's parents and their family can have on them and she even said like she's Nigerian so she can kind of relate to um family and parents like being in control of like their children because me too I've seen it I've seen it firsthand where there are some parents and it's not like parents like our age parents like parents that are like 80 and they have children that are in their 40s 50s and they are literally controlling them like telling them what to do telling them where to live telling them what job to do telling them who to marry telling them that they have to do this have to do that and it's pretty scary like um obviously you guys watched the tiktok like what did you feel like when you when you when you finished watching it watching it um yeah i thought it was really sad as well the guy's fine did <laughs> i'm just on her tiktok now as well just like oh mom he's fine he's fine no ah she, she knew she bad something <laughs> She knew she got a good one, fam. What? She's pretty as well. She's very pretty as well. What? Obviously, it's not it's not about looks. I know someone's like, oh, it's not about looks. Okay, shut up. We know it's not about shut looks. Shut up, Jerry. We know they that. are very, very um, fighting for your looks this whole time. Anyway. Like, oh God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, she's oh, she's so beautiful as well. She's stunning. Um. Anyway. What was the question now? I got distracted by the guy's looks. Oh, how do I? <laughs> I said, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel like the guy's fine. Anyway, no, I'm joking. I felt so sorry for her, but honestly, like, I think she made the right choice. So what she actually said at the end of the video is that, like you said, Tammy, um, he said, I choose you and stuff. And they started dating again, but like, it just didn't get any better. And like, the her parents had already, his parents had already told them like, her, sorry, or him, or maybe they told him to tell her or whatever. I don't know what the course of uh, communication was, but um it was very evident that they would never accept her, like never accept her. And his life had been threatened as well. And it's just like a lot to deal with. And I feel like as much as, you know, and she said as well, like that's her soulmate and stuff like that. And it's so sad because when you feel like, especially, you know, do you know how cold these streets are and you feel like you found your soulmate, bruv? And it's now these these old decaying parents that want to... <laughs> that want to be stopping you but at the end of the day 
I just feel like it's not the kind of life that you want to live. It's not the kind of family that you want to create. It's not the kind of environment you want to have children in either. Um, although in some situations, I do think it works. Like I feel like if it was a situation where his life wasn't being threatened, but his family just didn't like her and, and he became like segregated, that could actually be fine. Um, but in this one where they're actively trying to break them up and they're actually trying to put him in harm's way, like it's just not, like nothing is worth that in my opinion. Because um, when I think about, for example, like slightly different, but kind of similar, um, what's the name of that babe who has the dragon tattoo, Beatrice? Dragon tattoo? The woman that has the dragon tattoo on her arm, that influencer, and she doesn't want to have kids, and she's married to that man. It's pretty Susu, that's it. Um, oh, I did not know that she doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. Are she you sure? Have, yeah, she said it so many times. So many times. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, oh actually, maybe because of her childhood, right? Um, I, I don't know if she explained the reason. Um, but she just said that she always knew that she didn't like not always knew but like for a long time she's known that she didn't want to have kids like even before she got married and stuff oh, uh, thanks for letting me know and that people are, keep asking her like when she can have kids and it's like guys I've told they're you they're fine that. though they are fine but anyway yeah um yes in their situation as well like they she has like a uh a strained marriage uh what's it called like a, a strained relationship with her family um and I think as well it was one of those things where like they never accepted her boyfriend or maybe the boyfriend's family never accepted her I don't know they've gone into it in detail on like a couple of their videos and stuff but I think in that situation it's fine because um you know it's not like the family is actively out here trying to actually do anything to them it's just kind of like well I don't really agree with you guys' relationships so I don't really want to be involved which is still like obviously heartbreaking but I think in a situation like this woman's um you know where the parents and the family are trying to put this man in harm's way yeah there's only one option I can't lie um you choose life yeah yeah i agree i don't really have much to add but um i guess again for context um so this isn't like a young someone for those who haven't watched it's not like a young couple or anything where you're a bit more understanding as to why the parents opening their mouths and talking so much i think you said that they're both like wait like into their 30s so just a bit like ah. <laughs> good one more do you work for me um but yeah it, honestly it's so sad um and the fact that like you could just see obviously like you you'd expect her to be emotional but you can really see like the pain like of not being accepted um and that feeling I mean I've never I've never been in that situation thank god but I can imagine it being so having such a bearing on like your emotions and just you you know having a lot of self-doubt in yourself etc because sometimes you know I don't know whether this might sound really like somehow but sometimes you feel like oh I'm such a good person that like I feel like oh like not culture but like people will things won't be as difficult as people say it would be do you know what I mean like oh like I love him I care for him this is not like a normal case but boy like 
you know, we've said some of these parents, they don't give two flying monkey who the hell you are. They're just really, really stuck in their culture. And it obviously, it, it got me, like I said, it got me so sad, but it also got me reflecting on some of, and I think we, we spoke on this ages ago, like one of the very first few episodes, um, just about like Nigerian culture and like, you know, just in terms of cultures in general and knowing, you know, how much of it, you know, just basically making that decision as to how much you really want to apply your culture into your like, into your everyday lives, especially like old cultures as well, um, where like you're literally like not, you don't even understand yourself where, what the fundamental kind of reasoning is behind some of thinking. Um, and it, you know, you don't, it doesn't even, you know, sit right with you. So it just got me thinking as well, like, boy, this culture thing, like it's, it's a very, very tricky game, especially when you're trying to also balance not only your own opinions, but your parents' opinions. And then on top of that, which I think is even worse when you start bringing the grandparents and all that into it as well, because their their thinking is just completely unaligned from the way that we view and the way that we view the world. Um, but it's so sad though, so so sad. Like I said, they're fine, they're cute, you know. It's like oh, like they're so cute, like you know they really enjoy it. You know, you know the typical reels that you'd be seeing. Ugh, everything's gone, dang. It's sad, man. It's sad. <laughs> No, honestly, it's actually so gutting. I mean, ugh, I just don't think it's even worth the pain. And as much as like, I don't know, I don't necessarily believe in like soulmates and stuff. Um, so I'm obviously hopeful for her that she will find someone that, you know, loves her and she loves and family loves her and stuff like that. But I do like, I do really feel so sorry for her because I'm just like, imagine actually like, finding someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with which like I said in this day and age is actually anyway shout let me not even get into it the way men be disgracing you so the way so after you've now you know made it through the streets and stuff and you're running with your hair hair's blown in the wind you've made it to the grass and you found your guy and now all of a sudden it's the parents that want to bring you back to the streets ah ah bam yeah for real long bruv what the heck for real but um like I mentioned obviously you know I, I started talking on like I know you want to be careful here before we start getting comments but um obviously we we only really know a little bit and I'm not well I don't know me personally I don't think I know that much about Nigerian culture like I do to an extent but like obviously there's some things that go way back that I definitely don't have like I don't have sight of um but is there anything that like do you guys I'm trying to think what my question is like do you guys ever find yourself conflicted between culture and like doing what you want um and where like if you're able to like give examples as to when that's happened and what did you end up doing mm. I don't actually know I'm sure there's parts of the culture that I'm just like what's this all about I think for me um yeah there's some aspects they're not really like that big and it's not like I would have been like oh no I'm not doing that it's one it's more of a just like hmm okay well I guess do you know what I mean like it's not like like that whole oh when you get your first salary you have to give it to your parents like okay that's fine um I can do that but when I first heard that I was just like ah 
something that I worked hard for. Do you get what I mean? It's like, how would I now be distributing it to others? Not even just your parents, it's your whole family. Like, like, like traditionally, like, you're meant to like, give it to your whole family, like your grandparents, your aunties, your uncles, like people that have been there, you know, um, been with, like, practically had a hand in raising you, stuff like that. So, like, for me, it's, I don't think there's been anything like, oh, wow. It's just one of those ones, it's just like, hmm okay like I don't really like the sound of that but I'm just gonna go over anyway because it won't kill me if that makes sense like Mm. I'm still gonna get a salary the next month and they're not gonna take that one so it's not too bad but um I think I think more for me it's not even like traditional culture it's more like values I think um because you know obviously there's hundreds and different there's hundreds of different cultures like within Nigeria and whatever but I think sometimes values can get um a bit mixed and I think it's hard for us especially because we're in the UK because obviously our parents like they they they've grown up in Nigeria or they've bought they were born in Nigeria and grew up there and it's kind of like the way that they have their own culture sometimes they don't realize that we too we have UK culture in us as well so it's kind of like it's that balance of trying to figure out like okay yes I'm Nigerian but at the same time I'm British as well and there's Mm -hmm. just some ways of thinking that it's not the same Mm -hmm. that makes sense and I think yeah exactly that's what I what that's what I was asking yeah are you able to say which yeah like it's for me it's not even like oh um more so because I feel sorry this is going into it you know when you just I feel like some of these things that they our parents with um deem as culture it's not part of our tradition or it's not our culture I feel like they're just making it up I feel like it's just one of those things it's like well okay. just like how they say that everybody's the first in their class or something yeah, like, like that like how can you all be the first <laughs> <laughs> no yeah something like that but my whole thing is like some of the things that you're saying those are your values rather than that's culture if that makes sense, or oh, those are your morals. That's what you think is morally correct. Do you mm. know what I mean? But it's kind of like. Do you not think the two are aligned, though? Do you not think your culture in like your culture? No, has no, no. Your, culture can, your culture can definitely impact your morals, but there's something. It's like, how do I explain? I'm trying to think of like an example where um, that's. I'm trying to think of an example where that has come up. I'm trying to think about it. But you get what I mean? It's like, mm. not that they're making it up, but it's I just I think like, for me, the one that I'm just like, sorry. And this is going to sound a little bit mad because I do think we need it. But like, sometimes it's not, it's not warranted. This whole like respecting your elders above everything. Kai, that's what I was going to say, man. Oh gosh. I'm so sorry, but like, if my mom's listening to this. Oh, you if my mom's listening to this now she's like sharon you can't say that hi mom and that's sharon that's another and that's another thing before you even go on that's another thing like this whole oh you can't say that you can't do like (laughs) what do you mean i'm not my own person like what do you mean i can't okay or like you can't speak yeah sorry i'll give you i'll give you example of things that are morally stuff to do with morals Oh, you can't wear that. No, you can't. You can't wear that. It's not like me showing my leg or me showing my breast. Sorry, that's nothing to do with 
culture or tradition that is part of your morals and it could have a little bit of like really like religion mixed in with like you know they like to do this whole religion the culture religion, religion yeah that is sorry that's part of your morals that are some of your values like you don't think that that is correct but where i've i've never seen do you know what i mean like it's not part of the culture to not show your leg do you get what I mean? Because when we're watching village movie, everybody is showing leg, they're wearing wrappers. No, this girl's not taking it to the village yeah, movie what what the No, but hell? what I'm saying is when you watch Nollywood, that's what they're wearing. So clearly it's not part of the culture. It's to do with your values and your morals. You just don't think that that is appropriate. Yeah, or you don't exactly. think that that is correct. Like, sorry, I had to take it back to the Nollywood, but that is, I'm just using that as an example because when I'd watch like... Um, especially like old Ibo um, movies, that is what they're wearing. Like they're wearing like the, um, the rappers and then they'll have like, literally like a boob tube that they're-, they're <laughs> No, boob tube. That's, that's how I can describe it. But um, literally right. you're seeing skin and it's like, they'll come and be like, hmm, I don't really like that, you know? And I'm just thinking, it's not, it's nothing to do with any cultural tradition. That is a prime example of those are your values or your morals, nothing to do with traditional culture. I think that that's a good example. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, I think for me, going back to my whole respecting elders thing, like, it's not that I don't respect my elders, of course, like I do, but I do think that, like, everybody deserves respect equally, and not just because you're older than me. Like, okay, yeah, like, obviously, if I see, like, you know, my grandma or whatever, like, I will, like, my knees will touch the floor. But I don't, I do think that you can stop respecting someone as well, even if they are older than you. And I think this whole, you must respect your elders by force is actually really damaging because, you know, there are some um, people who are older than us who are just, everything that they're doing is just absolutely wrong. So it's like, why should I be respecting you? And then it becomes this whole thing of like, oh, like I'm telling you they did this and you're telling me, no, that's not possible because they said they didn't do it and they're lying on your name, like stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like as well, it's just something, I think it's actually something that's really damaging in our culture. And I think as well, it's like one of those things where when you go home and tell your parents that your teacher did this or whatever, like they're not really taking you seriously because they're thinking like, ah, ah if they did that, then they must've had a reason to do that or blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, actually they just like, they're just mad or whatever the, whatever the reason is um so I don't really like that and vice versa like I do think that children deserve respect as well from older people like and I think as well another thing is that when I was younger sometimes like they'd be like oh when adults are talking you don't talk I'm thinking ah I have an opinion as well I want to share my opinion do you know what I mean and they're really not trying to I don't know I feel like sometimes in our culture like older people I think it's gotten better now but older people think they can't learn from like younger people um, which isn't even biblical anyway, so I don't really know where we get that from. But yeah, those are the things in our culture that I'm just like, miss me with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, like I said, I was going to say a similar thing. And I think you definitely touched on the linkage because what I was going to say is the whole older thing, what I think it then breathes is this culture of like authority and the authority part is the part for me that sometimes doesn't sit doesn't sit right with me essentially and there's 
funny enough, not even funny enough, because it's actually a very sad situation, but um, there was a video on Twitter of this uncle, this dad or whatever, and he was going to um, beat his wife, I think. She, he, he was annoyed at something that his wife had done. And the children, the two children stepped in and were essentially blocking the, the mum and saying to the dad, like, if you want to reach my mum, you're going to have to, like, beat me, which obviously is a very, very sad situation. Um, but then the words that the dad was using, like, I, you know, this is what I mean in terms of they, it's that combination of culture and, um, sorry, of religion and culture when they start to blend the two and take little things from religion and then twist it in a way that like amplifies something that you know might have been done um culture-wise so what he was saying was you know oh how dare you talk back to me you know it is a shame for a child to speak back to their dad or to challenge their father or something along those lines and it's like in this situation it's such a sad situation but the children had, you know, the children stepped in for something that isn't right. You know, they, they shouldn't be penalised. And, you know, like I said, it's just that misuse of authority. And, like, and I like the, um, the example you gave, Sharon, where they then start to dismiss, you know, they, they would then say, what well, you know, the children are lying, children are this, your voice, you know, there's no meaning to your voice. Um, and actually that can be very like and I think people have definitely spoken about this several times in terms of when you're younger and some you know family homes as a child you are really silenced because you know they don't they don't value your voice and then that actually really affects you when mm. you go into different areas of your life I was just gonna say that I yeah you just you, gonna say that yeah, exactly. It, it becomes a challenge when you're, you know, you're now in a position where even at work, like I remember, mm-hmm. I remember with work, like for me, I actually think that my parents, that they did listen to me, but obviously it was still the authority, like the authority part definitely still can play, which I think is natural. But I have, I definitely felt like at work, I had to unlearn the behavior that like my manager is like in control of me, like they're mm-hmm. not. And it's just those small things there that implant like you know they have a serious implication on how your confidence is the way you, you interact with adults and how progress. you progress yeah exactly um because it's very honestly, sad. like I think in the workplace what people want to see are people who are who have opinions and can articulate them clearly who have authority and can like actually speak when there's something to be said of importance and like Beatrice and I we've discussed this before actually because when I was at my old job and I was project managing I used to find it so hard because it's like how am I telling people who are twice my age some people even three times my age like what they need to do like I just Mm. I used to find it so weird and honestly that was one of the one of my feedback points that kept coming back like you need to be more confident you need to and I'm quite a confident person but when it comes Mm. to like that sort of thing I used to find it really 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 difficult and even now my place of work there's this girl who's the same age as me and she's two grades above me and she's the youngest like she's the youngest senior associate amongst all the senior associates and she's progressed really quickly and one thing that I find that she does that is that really different from everyone else her age is that she's very authoritative I can't say that word authoritative Authoritative. Mm. whatever it is yeah that thank you and like 
when she speaks, she speaks with authority and she speaks like she knows what she's talking about to the point where sometimes I even be feeling uncomfortable like <laughs> when she's talking to her manager because I'm just like, oh my days, like how can she talk to him like this? Like, but at the same time, it's like, I can't lie, what she's saying is making complete sense. And like, you need to know when, you know, to take, mm. to have that kind of voice and know how to use it. And I genuinely just don't think I have that. And I think like Beatrice said, like, I'm still in the process of unlearning a lot of things because it's, yeah, I don't know, it's just so different for me. Whereas when I watch my white counterparts, it's like, they're not struggling with that. Like, I can't lie. Yeah, I think on that point as well, like even in my job, um, sometimes my team lead will be like, you need to be more authoritative when it comes to clients. Like you need to tell them like, you know what, like what you're talking about and you know, like kind of like you actually know your stuff, but it's mm -hmm. one of them ones where it's just like, you don't even want to like, when I'm like writing emails and stuff, like I'll be like, oh, I believe that this is the cause of this or oh I think that and then my team leader no you need to say that this is why this has happened not I believe like you definitely know that this is why this has happened and it's just ha having that kind of like in like and you don't have any authority like when you're younger like which which authority there's no I don't even think I don't even think I came across that word <laughs> when I was younger I never heard mm -hmm. the word like never like and not to say that all kids should have like we should be telling our parents what to do etc etc et but it's that whole silencing thing like mm. I'm sure if you guys like have ever experienced this or maybe you know someone that has but like <laughs> sorry <laughs> why did that sound like the beginning of like RSPCA <laughs> or something if you or anybody know if you experience any of this thing please call this number anyway but um yeah like especially within like um Nigerian um households and things like this like this whole because you're a woman you shouldn't mm. like you're too you're too forward you're too loud you're too you need to you talk too much like and then you're just thinking like just because I said I didn't want egg I just wanted um beans they said I'm speaking too much you know what I mean like or like have you heard them say that to like I remember my dad used to say this to my brother actually and I had to correct my dad one time because he was like oh like my um he was saying to my brother like, you talk too much you talk like a woman and I'm just like um I'm not gonna exactly. lie like you, there's no gender that talks more than the other like it's just exactly. whether the, it's whether the individual has something to say that's why they're talking <laughs> and with that yeah with the one they say that you talk too much like a woman they'll now be the, the, you they'll now be telling you as the woman that you talk too much that you shouldn't be talking <laughs> so it's just like ah, so who's talking then who is really conversing communicating with, with our eyes like i don't really yeah. know what, <laughs> what you want us to be doing like it's that whole kind of like putting you in your place like trying mm. to put you into a shell and it's funny because it's like okay you've told me this from age zero to age what maybe 15 16 now that when it's time to like you know you're going to uni or you're like looking for a job and things like that like you're not as you're not as confident as like as you said like your white, white counterparts like you mm. don't have that kind of like that that person it doesn't come to you like naturally like you literally mm. I remember when I was like started applying for jobs like 
I literally had to train myself on how to become more confident. Like, obviously, you you are confident when it's like with your friends and like when you're with people like that you that you know or like you're with black people and stuff like that. But when you're stepping into these white spaces, like first of all, it's already daunting because mm. most of the time you are the minority, and then you now have to be confident. But then the same people say, oh, don't be too confident because you know you because and it's just like you don't even know what you, you get, it's so confusing, and it's just like ah. Uh, you just I don't know it's just that's why I said like at the beginning like the whole balancing that like having our Nigerian culture then also having like black British culture as well or just British culture like combining the two like I think I remember having this conversation with it was either my parent like you know when you just when you're in like a family setting and maybe there's like some aunties and uncles and you're just like discussing things and it's like I heard she's oh you don't know how it was back in our day you don't know how hard it is blah 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 like we need to tell you what to do I'm not a white man um I I'm a Nigerian we have our tradition we have our culture I'm like yeah cool that's very nice and that's very fine and dandy but at the end of the day (laughs) it wasn't my decision to live in the UK you are the ones that put me here so very sorry to you I am going to adapt to my environment. Are you telling me that I have to go to school? Will I now be talking Yoruba to people in the school? No, I'm going to be talking English because everybody here, everybody here is speaking English. I'm not going to now come and bring like my Nigerian culture and be saying that, oh no, this is the right way because obviously British people have their culture as well. And I was trying to explain to them like, it's hard for us as well. Like you, you need to give us some sort of benefit. I don't know if the phrase to use is benefit of the doubt or give us some grace as well because us two we're trying to balance out we're trying to balance like the british culture with the nigerian culture still trying to keep grounded and not dis- you know the ones that'll be like ah, when you're going out please remember the house that you're coming like please remember the father that you're coming from please remember the house you're coming. like you're trying to balance that out as well but at the same time you don't want to be like do you get what i mean i'm not sure if you guys have ever experienced that where it's like you just have that battle in yourself where it's just like, oh, this is how I feel. This is how I, this how this is what I believe. But at the mm. same time, you don't want to do any, you don't want to be disrespectful. You don't want to um, step on like your parents' toes and things like that. I don't know. I just had to kind of like explain to them one time, like it's hard for us as well. Like we literally have to try and balance the two, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think the right like the key word there's balance like I don't think like there's so many things in the British culture that I'm just like Mm-mm, there's absolutely no way that I or any of my children be doing any of those things but as well with the Nigerian culture like there's things that I'm like absolutely not like don't don't need that and I think it's fine to pick and choose like the the like the good things from each side of the culture I think obviously like he said it was difficult for our parents because they grew up in Nigeria and then in their adult well I don't know about you guys parents yet, but my parents grew up in Nigeria and then in their adult years that like, came over to the UK by that point like they already had children and like they wanted to raise them like how they were they wanted to raise us how they were raised but obviously that can't run like I remember even in primary school there was one time like my dad always talks about this and finds it funny but it's not funny like <laughs> um 
my dad used to say like oh when an adult's talking to you this was when I was like so little like you're not meant to look at them in the eyes or something I don't even know anyway then when I was at school ah. I was getting, <laughs> when I was at school I was getting told off and the teacher was like look at me when I'm speaking to you <laughs> <laughs> I just can't win <laughs> my dad's my dad's eye contact thing to the side listen I can't I can't lie I spend all my time at school I can't be here getting yellow card detention I ain't got time for that but yeah like I said there's things that I'll be picking and choosing because I'm not doing everything like um some of the stuff like it's just too difficult you'd be getting people that are so timid and shy that don't know how to like stand up for themselves like that's long um but yeah man It'll be interesting to see, like, how our kids will be. Yeah, because I know, like, um, I don't know about your parents, but like, hmm, when you have your own kids, they'll show you, they'll even be worse than... I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, <laughs> I don't think so, because obviously how it is now, um, I will definitely plan to raise my children here. So I would already have a first-hand experience of how it is growing up in the UK, as yeah. opposed to them like obviously my parents were both born here but they still went back to Nigeria when they were young and did majority of their formative years there so definitely grew up in like you were there like you were in the field you were going to the boarding schools things like that so it's kind of like it's different for us because we already have that first-hand experience of going to school in the UK go to uni in the UK like we we have we would have that understanding already and we would be able to relate with our children because as I said we've gone through it as opposed to them where they went to school in a in a whole different country and majority of the people looked like them everybody was black do you get what I mean and Mm. we would definitely be able to relate more to our children if that makes sense obviously there's still going to be authority and things like that like I am going to be your parent, but at the same time, we're going to have a bit more, like, we, balance. yeah, a lot more balance. Like, we'd be able to see where they're coming from because you'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I went through the same thing. There's some things that, like, I know for a fact my parents, they never went through, like, they, 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 they didn't go through that in year seven or they didn't go through that in year eight. Do you get what I mean? So, obviously, we would have that firsthand experience on, like, unlike they did mm, 100%. so guys that brings us to the end of this week's episode we really hope you enjoyed it as usual let us know what you're thinking using hashtag beaches pod on twitter and also please make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram it's at bts pod underscore and if you're watching on spotify please go ahead and give us a rating it literally takes less than a second just lets us know what you're thinking about the pod whether you like it or not um, and if you're listening listening on apple Podcasts, then please give us a rating and a review and it really goes a long way we love reading you guys is reviews um but we'll speak to you in our next one thank you so much bye